Welcome to Digimon Ghost Gaze. This is a spooky podcast where we are all trapped. We are all bound up in the demands of capitalism. <laughs> and really, that's the real horror. I'm one of your hosts, Emery. My pronouns are he, she, they. Um, I'm Morg, the, um, another co-host. Uh, my pronouns are they, them. Uh, and I'm Ovi, the other, other co-host, and I use she, they. Hello, my name is Austin. I am a guest. My pronouns are they, them. Yes, as Hello. you can hear, we welcome. Have a guest. Already for episode two. <laughs> Very exciting stuff. <laughs> Digimon is all about friendship. I I listened to the first episode and was like, "Hey, y'all seem cool. Can I can I be <laughs> presumptuous and just show up tomorrow?" <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I honestly I love the enthusiasm. We've we're one episode in. We've already had like three people ask to be guests, and I'm like, oh, this is nice. Yeah, good okay. feeling. I mean, like every every Digimon podcast that I've listened to has uh, at least one, if not more, uh, hosts who are queer in some manner, um, and this is the first one where everyone is. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, maybe not the first one, but this is just proof that Digimon's for the queers, obviously. It, it is. Yeah, I've I've listened to quite a few Digimon podcasts, like so many of them have just 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 a bunch of just a bunch of transes, just yeah. a bunch of gays. I think it's... Lost in Translation Mon is the only other one with a like, pure uh queer uh host. Let's see. There was also Digi Monday, where both of the hosts are trans. Um, yeah, that's never never got finished, but it was enjoyable to listen to. Um, yeah, there's like a, there's like a bunch of them. Uh, but but this is our Digimon podcast. It's we're and we're talking. It's brand new, and we're talking about the brand new Digimon. This is the Noise Space Digimon podcast. This is the Noise Space <laughs> Digimon podcast. Uh, so, yeah, wanna, wanna jump into the episode recap? Um, I had my personal history with Digimon prepared, personally. Oh, oh, of oh, course. right. Yes, yes. Yeah, we course. should probably ask that. Totally forgot about that. <laughs> yes. So, I am weird, and I watched Digimon Frontier was the first season I watched. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> I, it is not without its flaws, uh, and it is absolutely deserving of much of the criticism it gets. But uh, as, as we've been discussing in the Discord, it was a one of the first series that I ever saw that had a good guy use the power of darkness. And that felt very personal to me. And the fact that the big bad of the series is an angel was unheard of in Western media at the time. <laughs> Not not a devil that used to be an angel, but was just straight up an angel. It's like, oh, cool, God's a bad guy. Who'd have thought it? As someone who had religious family, this felt very personal. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, sometimes I feel like I'm being a little too hard on Frontier, and then I remember that, you know, in all of Izumi's evolution sequences, they do do, like, a close-up on her 
chest and ass, and I'm like, yeah. no, okay, it's... Yeah, no, it <laughs> it absolutely deserves much of the criticism it gets, and it I would argue that it gets more wrong than it does right, but both due to a combination of the very personal connect- connection I have with the Warrior of Darkness arc, and my personal nostalgia, I like it, and it but yeah, it's yeah. That's absolutely fair. Yeah, I can acknowledge that there are like parts of it that are good and cool. It just, it just made me too mad to ever get to that point it's also with it. You know, different when it's like your first season. Yeah, yeah that's true. totally true. And like, I watched it when I was thirteen years old. If I watched it for the first time now, I'd be like, "Wow, this is awful." Yeah, I'm thinking about it's different when I'm just like, "Oh, hey." <laughs> I don't know who I am myself yet. I'm just gonna yeah, that skip makes it. Sense in my watching of every Digimon. Uh, the second season I watched was Tamers, and then Adventure in Zero Two. So I kind of watched the classic four seasons basically in reverse, mm-hmm. which is not common, um, and probably part of why I'm just like, yeah, no, Adventure's not very. Good. Adventure's not very good. I, I say that as someone it's with nostalgia for it. Like, I do have... It's right. bad, but it's not... Right. I love exactly. Adventure, but I'm re-watching it now, and I am realizing that I have never seen it in order. I have oh. not. Huh. Interesting. In a weird way, I think the dub of Adventure aged a lot better. Um, That's Because a of the weird comedy. Like, it's still weird, but... It's more engaging to watch. Um, both of them are are very good in their own ways and kind of bad in their own it ways. Probably but, tones yeah. down some of the like weirder parts, maybe like with like kids. At least, at least it seems like when we were talking about Frontier, the dub toned down the like horny parts. So maybe there's similar stuff. I've never actually seen. Um, the only seasons I have seen both dubbed and stubbed are Adventure, Zero Two, Try, oh. and Kizuna. Mm-hmm. Everything else, like Tamers and, S- and Frontier, I've only seen dubbed, and everything else after Savers, I've only seen sub. Oh. So. Okay, well. Yeah, I-, I am just like generally a subs only person. I've seen the dub, I-, I saw the t- dub of Tamers before I saw it subbed and i was like oh the the sub is so very different tonally and so much more up my alley than the dub is um i'm generally it depends on the anime really um yeah generally it's just easier to find subs because i'm using crunchyroll but like i'll take either they usually it depends when I was younger, I was much more into dubs, not because I was grew up with them, but because I found a lot of um, a lot of the Japanese women voice actors a little too high pitched for my for me. Um, I don't know if I've just mm. gotten used to it or what, but it doesn't bother me as much anymore. You you mean you you didn't like how Goku Dragon Ball is voiced by by an elderly Japanese woman? It's not that. It's. I mean, so is <laughs> It's more like the. It's more like the young girls with the high, pi- like high pitched, like. Oh yeah, fair enough. Where it, the ones that are so high pitched that it breaks yes. glass and makes your ears bleed. 
Right, like it's just a little too high pitched for usually it's it was young girls. Um I think I've both gotten used to it and it's just been generally toned down in more recent anime. I don't know. It's just like older anime that I watch have been like Ugh. I personally tend to default to dubs personally, but that's because Japanese is a very monotone language, and I have a hard time hearing tone in general, so I'm just mm-hmm. like, this sounds like flat gibberish to me, and so I would just rather watch it in English. I find it hard to say the difference between a dub and a sub, because I, as a child, saw the Dutch translation of often the English translation of an anime, and you can you can imagine... How bad that is. That sounds like a terrible game of telephone to be on the receiving end of. Yes. <laughs> and then they showed everything out of order because, you know, TV sucks. God. Very strange. What is serialized television? <laughs> yeah, boy. Adventure, yeah, G- Digimon in general, like, there are some episodes that you that are sort of one-off and you could do out of order, but, like, the entire series, that just sounds like, that just sounds like a, a, a recipe for something, a recipe for incoherence. Confusion. Which is, you know, which I kind of respect as a podcaster who often <laughs> podcasts on very little sleep. Sometimes we like a recipe for incoherence. I did actually, um, after listening to your previous episode, I did notice that you all um, had brought up Hero's line of, while Clockman and Gammon are running on the rooftops, Hero mentions that all Digimon are are all Digimon this battle hungry, and I kind of hope this season does go into that more. Uh, because this is a thing of Digimon lore that has been around since the original V-Pets. Digimon need to fight the same way humans need to exercise or socialize. Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, integral to their personal growth. Yeah, I know Elvier mentioned that Gammon has a little bit of that feral Gilmon energy, where, like, he's a little baby, but he wants to fight, and yeah, like... That was definitely present in Tamers, so yes. um, I'm wondering like how much of an element it will be in this series as well. The only series that doesn't have shades of that is Atmon, and I think mm-hmm. that's because they lean more into the artificial intelligence and desire to learn rather than the these are monsters that need to fight thing. True. Yeah, yeah, that's... I agree with that, yeah. And so few seasons dive into it. Tamers is really the only one that does, and that's part of what makes Tamers really good. Hey, these are children directing kaiju fights in the middle of downtown Japan. Let's maybe address that this isn't really a good thing? It's normal. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) It'd be like that sometimes. Like, 11 to, like... 16-year-olds or whatever. are They're fine. It's fine. <laughs> dog in a room on fire. This is fine. <laughs> Except the dog is like a dog Digimon. It's just Garurumon. Yes. 
Uh, all right. So do we want to talk about the episode? I could launch into our summary. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we open on a salary man. He's presumably walking home from work, drinking his beer, sighing about how his job is exhausting. And immediately I say relatable. And <laughs> so true, then he turns around and there's a mummy there and the mummy wraps him up in bandages. And, and that's, that's honestly like kind of spook, kind of a spooky cold open. Like, yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah. They, they, they don't go soft on this one. It's definitely alarming for sure. Yeah. I actually found this episode a lot less scarier, or a lot less scary than the first episode, but this had a lot more, like, slow-creeping terror behind it. Because, mm. like, towards the end you'll see a bunch of people wrapped up like that, and it's like, okay, that's scary, but it's, like, I'm more scared of the eventual dehydration and death of these people rather than yeah. being wrapped up like that. And I'm like, oh... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah I, I, I think this one hit me particularly because, like, you know, his head also gets wrapped up, and that's just, like, hitting me right in the claustrophobia. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I uh, kind of hate physical dead things that walk, and mummies are just a little too close to zombies for me, so, ugh, didn't. It was scary for me. I mean, just seemed like a cool episode, but, like, absolutely makes sense. I, uh, man. The the mid-aughts were probably not very fun for you, Elvir, because I feel like everyone was talking about zombies then. Yeah. Um, God, the one thing was... The, okay, was Mummy Mon, like, goopy? Like, there was, like, goopy noises. Am I crazy? What is a goopy noise? There was, like, a weird goop noise. I did not notice any goopy noise. Okay. I noticed clunking because... Uh, Mummy Mon does have metal braces on his lower legs. Okay. Yeah, I, I noticed that Noticed that too. I thought it was really well done, actually. Yeah, I didn't notice any, any, any goopy sounds. Okay. Although, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't paying super close attention to the sound design on this one. I was a little bit rushing to take notes. No, yeah, no. Normally I wouldn't have even noticed. I just was confused where it came from, but... Maybe I made it up, I don't know. Anyway, um... Yeah, so, this guy just gets mummified and then dragged off to who knows where. It's like, hi, bye. And a homeless person witnesses the whole thing. Yeah. All right. Oh. Yeah, and then, um, and then we, and then we cut to Hero, and he's sleeping on the floor for some reason. Because <laughs> his room is still He's ruined. allowed if he wants, I guess it's fine My concern would be that his bed is filled with glass shards and so Yeah I'm fine with that Yeah, it's oh, the yeah. same night his, his window is all I don't think he even told anyone yet That his yeah, room is like that Because they like have to fix the window Like, like, like Soon after later, this Yeah Yeah, that's true yeah, but that makes sense. And like, I'm exhausted from fighting. Was, now I'm. Yeah, it was probably a combination of like putting the cardboard up to cover the window, worried about shard glasses or glass shards in his bed, and so he just passed out on the floor, just kind of going, "Fuck it, I don't care." He's so tired. Yeah, that makes sense. He 
he is. He's so tired. But Gamamon says it's makeup time. Uh-huh. <laughs> By chomping on his knee. Imagine having a chomp clock. Yeah, Gamamon just bites him. He's like, I'm hungry, I'm gonna eat you. Just kidding, give me food. So Hiro goes down to the cafeteria. He very suspiciously just smuggles a burger up under his shirt. Hiro, you could have just taken that to your room and yeah, I probably wonder- no one would care. That it is more suspicious. <laughs> yeah. There's truth than just carrying it. It's very funny. He doesn't want questions asked. It's normal. <laughs> it's just normal teen boy shit. Teen boys put burgers on their shirts. This is what I'm learning here. He doesn't want to be, like, roped into talking with his friends or something. I don't know. Just say you're tired and you want to spend a few more minutes in your room. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so, Gamamon's eating the burger. Hiro is trying to get exposition out of him, like where his dad is and what the digital world is. And Gamamon... She's like, what's a dad? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, has no idea what a dad is. Only knows Hero's dad on a first-name basis. Uh, just points in a direction when asked where he is. So this little boy clearly knows nothing and is head empty, stomach empty, because he wants to eat more. I do have a feeling that the the brief time we saw the digital world in the first episode... It was basically just overlaid with the real world or something. I don't really know how to explain it. Um, but it was bas- it was very, very reflective of it. And so I have a feeling that Gamamon is literally pointing at uh, Hiro's dad, who is standing literally next to him. And it's oh, been God. there the entire time. Oh, yeah, God. The intro yeah. song kind of hints at that, right? Like you see his dad in those different spaces constantly. I, I figured that was a hint at that. Well, I know one of those clips in the opening is referencing a scene from uh, Poltergeist. Oh, I don't watch scary movies, so I will not know any of those references. It totally was referencing that. I forgot. There's a ton of scary movie references in that opening. Yeah, there are. <laughs> People will have to point them out to me. Um, I'll try to take note a little bit better next time, but I mostly, I get, like, too wrapped up in just, like, noticing things about the Digimon partners instead of, like, noticing yeah. the movie oh, yeah. references. Like, I get too I wrapped just, up in enjoying the awesome song. It's really good. It slaps. I was just like, oh, there's spooky hands on the wall. That's one thing I noticed. Yeah. I'm just like, damn, and Goromon's evolution has some thighs. Damn, so true. I'm so excited for Angoramon. <laughs> Angoramon is already my favorite of the partners. I'm assuming you already know the name because the names that show up in the intro song, I can't read that fast. Big Banui. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, Hiro wants to go out and get more food for his little buddy. He asks if Gamamon can can operate doorknob and because he does you know it's implied that he doesn't really want gamamon like getting out of his room unsupervised yeah so gamma gamamon just sprouts wings out of his back he's got little bat wings which 
I fucking love as part of like the whole Halloweeny aesthetic it's of the show. So adorable. he just flies over over and opens the door. So Hero's like, "Okay, cool. You're coming with me then." I cannot leave this little child unattended because he will likely get impatient and wander off. I noticed it in the opening. I didn't notice it last time in the opening though. So I was like, "Where does wings come from?" And then I'm immediately oh, yeah. answered in this episode. I was like, "Oh, okay. They just spring out of his back they're like retractable it's very cute um but yeah he just ends up chilling in hero's backpack while he's Adorable. getting it's very cute i just think it's fair from hero to assume that gamamon wouldn't be able to open a door gamamon has not been showing his brightest sight i mean gamamon doesn't isn't the smartest but it is also intelligent in random spots. He's like, baby. Yeah. He's baby. It's true. He's baby. I love that everyone just immediately is like, first of all, everyone can see Gamelman. Um yeah. because Hero he does like, not notice. Materialized. Even though there's like other things that aren't noticed. There's a difference in in texture, which I thought was a pretty clever detail. Yeah. We did skip a scene at the museum where Ruli and her friends are going around checking out the exhibit. Oh, yeah, oh that's true. right. It cuts yeah. to that first. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot that was yeah. before the... It's it's part. a bunch of tiny scenes every time. It's pretty quick. Yeah. Ruri and her friends are investigating this ancient this ancient Egypt exhibit at the at the museum because apparently Ruri has her uh, has gotten a tip on her social media account about a mummy hologram ghost. So and you know she sees the mummies. She's disappointed that they're not. Moving. alive yeah. spooky holograms and she does try to do a necromancy on one of them there's like this uh sort of she's great yeah there's this hallway with like glass panels on both sides and a bunch of like mummies displayed in 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 a row and it's like generally genuinely kind of like an just like an unsettling uh uh, uh setting just because it's hallway of the dead yeah, yeah, just like fucking just desiccated bodies yeah. on either side of you. And she she just goes up to one of them and just holds out her hands and tries to make it move. We love this little necromancer. She's a little freak, I love her. I adore her. <laughs> yeah. She just, like, wants to see it move. She wants to prove that it... Ugh. <laughs> oh. She wants some fantasy in her life, and I don't blame her for that at all. If there are no ghosts there, she will summon them herself. She's a go-getter. <laughs> she gets things done. That's exactly right. <laughs> and then one of her friends is kind of exacerbated by Ruli's attempt at necromancy and just sighs heavily. And we see Mummy Mon's eye poke out from behind one of the mummies. Then it disappears again before she notices. Yeah. Yeah, so then we're back to Hiro. He sees a little Chumon run off into some bushes. And he's like, wait, I want to talk to you. I want to learn about Digimon because my little friend is too dumb and hungry to tell me anything. <laughs> um, uh, and then some people just like 
are like, wow, that kid loves talking to that bush. Um, yeah! And, and then we get Hiro and Gamamon in the grocery store. Hiro's got little Gamamon in his little backpack. They're going around. Gamamon sees a fish and is afraid of it. Um, He's like, fair. it's staring at me. Uh, Very fair. And then Gamamon smells uh, the samples being cooked and is just delighted. Yeah, they've just got like a little little grilled grilled beef stand right there in the grocery store. Everyone thinks he's a little AI. Um, like my first thought is, tell everyone that he's a little kid wearing like a kigu pajama set, so that way he can eat the samples and they won't be freaked out. <laughs> he's so upset that he can't eat them. Yeah, just telling people, just telling people it's a costume has worked in liter- literally every other season of Digimon. I know. <laughs> Hero, why don't you have this genre awareness? Just say it's your little brother, because it is. <laughs> I feel like maybe it's because, like, one, he might be too small to be believable, to be able to, like, talk that much. And then also, like, because holograms are just so prevalent in this universe, it's, like, easier almost to say that it's a hologram and people like assumed it was a hologram when he was looking in the bushes too like there was already this kind of assumption people are gonna make like oh it's a hologram the main difference is that with a hologram their hand would pass through it and with it just saying it's a little kid in a costume then you don't have to worry about people touching gamamon because oh it's just a kid in a costume so it doesn't matter if he's solid that's true, and he actually do- has to dodge out of the way of the person with the samples exactly. because he's they're about to like touch Gamamon. Very rude. <laughs> Don't touch people without asking. And then he has to run away before Gamamon can get his little free sample, and Gamamon does a little scream. <laughs> <laughs> it is just like such a poor baby. <laughs> it's so pathetic. He really wanted that meat, and it is that that little scream has already become a meme, as it should. It is just like such a little good, such a good little bit of vocal performance. It's very endearing. I love that little boy. Favorite character, Gamamon Scream. You know what else has become a meme? I just feel like we should address this. It does say mommies. Yeah, I thought that was. I thought that was gonna be fake, and then we get to the episode, and it is there. It is there. It says mommies. Just mommies. It's mommies. It's mommy mom. To me. Uh, on that topic, uh, as Hiro is checking out at the register, he notices a magazine about the mummy kidnapper, and so he grabs that. Yeah. Is that yeah. like, um, is that just a regular magazine, or is that like a, a, a tabloid magazine? Like, are there tabloids being told about the, the haunted creepypasta holograms? Get your local crypto tabloid. It's just like an examiner or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> about I don't the read enough holograms. magazines to know the difference. So. Uh, oh, no, I don't either. Just based on, like, the picture-heavy layouts, I would guess that it's probably a little more tabloidy, but it has, apparently it has, like, true information on it, on, like, these hologram ghosts, and, uh, yeah, one would assume that there's, like, enough corroboration of all of these, like, 
you know, from the way they're talking about it, at least for some people, it seems like there's enough corroboration of all of these, like, hologram ghost appearances that, like, is just taken as a given that, you know, one of these could show up and start kidnapping people. Yeah. And, like, yeah. again, we did see a homeless man watch in the opening scene the person get wrapped yeah. up and kidnapped, so there is legitimate eyewitness... Yeah. There's even a picture in the tabloid, and I think, like, based on the setting, it could have been taken by that yeah. same homeless person. Probably was. So, yeah, there's, like, even a fucking photograph of the Mummy Mon in that, in that magazine. But we need to talk about what's happening as Hero is reading the magazine, because Gamamon is getting snacks. Yeah, you promised us Gamamon take care of last week, and... <laughs> Oh, we, we got it. Sure, did get that. It delivered. Oh my god, so wholesome. We just get this beautiful little scene of Hiro and Gamamon having a picnic in this sun-dappled forest. Hiro is feeding Gamamon little bites of food, and Gamamon loves all of it. Except for the spicy. Uh, yeah, he eats the spicy and loses his shit. Um, it's like, no, he's, it's he's scary. He calls it yeah. scary. He says the wrong words. He says shiny for the like salmon, and I'm yeah. like, okay, that means good, I guess. Hero makes notes of that. He's like making a little Gamamon translation book. Yes, I love. I love how Hero is taking time to learn Gamamon's verbal quirks. It's so. Oh, I love to see it. Like, it shows that he cares, and it's like, yes, yeah. give me this good partner dynamic. It is so sweet and thoughtful, and it's just this beautiful little character-building moment. This is, like, the shit I come to Digimon yes. for. This is, like, this is peak Digimon to me. I loved this scene. Yeah, and he feeds him chocolate, and he fucking loves it. Yes. He loves it. Calls it champion. Yeah. To be fair, chocolate is pretty damn good. It is good. So true. I think then we go back to zombie time, if I have my timeline mm -hmm. correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in my notes I say that Hiro is reading the magazine back at the dorm while Gamamon sleeps, but yeah. Then it goes to the museum at night. Yeah, yeah, then then we cut to the museum, Mummymon comes out of the wall, he has apparently been hiding inside one of the desiccated corpses. As you do. Although I guess we saw a little bit of that earlier. But he just comes out, he's on the prowl. He's on the prowl, he's under prowl, he's on the prowl for those burdened by capitalism, so he doesn't have to go very far to find someone. Yeah, yeah I, I did notice... Two, that Mummymon bumps into the glass wall of the exhibit and then yeah. has to like and then has to like take a moment to phase through. And I think that's to show us the audience that Digimon can interact with the world real world, but can also ignore it at times too. Oh, I missed that. That's a nice little detail. Yeah, I also yeah, missed that. Nice. That's cool. That's a nice little touch, and it makes like him carrying the um, wrapped up people less like weird because it's like oh yeah okay they could kind of interact with and hold things. It looks like they have to consciously phase through materials. Mm. I think I was too focused on like being proud of myself for figuring out how he was choosing his victims, and then I realized what the age 
range for this series is. Um, and I was a bit less proud, but I did figure it out before it was literally <laughs> set. <laughs> I noticed that Mummymon appears literally after everyone sighs. Like, even yeah. Ruli's friend in the museum, she sighs and Mummymon shows up. And it's like, oh, that's the thing that's catching his attention. I keep yawning. I'm it is. Like, Mummymon's going to fucking appear behind me. It's fine. Um, Don't you dare yawn. I can't help it. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. Re- <laughs> I didn't connect it. Hero had to tell me. I was like, "Oh, that's what they're." I got you. Thanks. I will say, I noticed it on like my. I noticed the sigh being the connector on like the third time I watched the episode because I've watched the episode like every day this week. Yeah, <laughs> I wish that were me, but I have to wait until Sunday morning. Boo! There are sites that have them publicly. I do try to be. It's a little tough. Nice right? about it. Yeah. But not so nice that I'm willing to bake when she roll. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm using. My friend is letting me use his crunchy roll. I'm not paying them. Yeah. No. N- no one on this podcast currently is paying for a crunchy roll account. We're all mooching yep. off of friends. No. Yep. I, d- I clearly need better friends then. Uh. <laughs> But we cut to a woman sitting on the bench looking at her employee ID, um, debating if her job is worth it and or no. whether she should quit or not. Quit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the moment you're considering quitting, that's when you have to quit. But at the same time, you have to afford rent. Yeah. Like, I... I, uh, uh, there, I there's pros and cons to both sides. Capitalism. I hate it. I always am feeling yeah. this. God, the only thing worse than ha- having a job is being unemployed. So true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mommy Mon appears to her, though. And offers her eternal life as he wraps her up in linens. Yes. Very normal stuff. This is not optional. Not optional. She gets it. She must have eternal life. Uh, and then he, like, carries her down to the museum basement where we see dozens of people wrapped up. There's so many! It's terrifying. And I'm like, how many of these people is he grabbing each night? Because if it's only one a night, then some of those bodies are definitely dead from dehydration and lack of food. Yeah, it was a bit upsetting. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Man, they didn't even mention that, but that's true. Some of the bodies are very weakly being like, please help me. And it's just, oh, it's upsetting. And he's like, you're doing great. Nearly there. Keep going. Oh my god. Just die for me. <laughs> yeah, no, this this part is like, once again, pretty fucking creepy. Like, yeah, you got the dark basement. You got like the... People wrapped up in bandages who are claustrophobic and dying. It's it's you got you got Mummy Mon being like, yes, this is good. You got the specter of capitalism looming over it all. <laughs> I think it's hauntology. Yeah, it was like cartoony, but it was scary. I really like the vibe of this show. This episode I think was less visually scary and more conceptually scary. That's a good way of putting it, I think. Yeah. Because in the previous episode, with all the 
close-ups of Clockmon's creepy face and sewn lips. Like, yeah, that's scary looking. Not <coughs> scary in concept because it's a clown man. Or a clock man. <laughs> um, yeah, um, it could also be like different vibes of scariness for different people. Is what true. I was thinking. Oh, I hope they do a different vibe every time. It'd be so good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm so glad that they're like leaning into the horror aspect of it. Like yeah, this was this was an effective episode for me. Like, damn, I was feeling the tension and like it 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 also gave me a feeling that like that is always great to see in Digimon and I have not, I feel like I have not like had this for a while where I'm just like, damn. They're Digimon is going hard. Yeah. Like I wrote in my notes that I hope they have some of the fucked up guys that scared me as a kid. I don't remember specifically which Digimon scared me as a kid, but I know there was at least one. There's some just like creepy shit in some of the early seasons though, and I'm like, I hope they oh, bring them sure. back. In Zero Two, there's an entire Cthulhu episode, and they never do anything with it. And I'm like, yeah. please, Ghost Game, bring that back. I'm just waiting for the bug Digimon. I love bugs. Where were my bug Digimon? True. People find that scary, so that's gon- they're definitely going to show up. I know it. Yeah, some people are like a spider, at least, you know? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Imagine if they use Wormon. Oh, I hope they use Wormon for the scary <laughs> Oh, scary little Wormon. Be amazing. Uh, I mean, some of Wormon's evolutions are terrifying. Like, Flymon is scary. <laughs> yeah. The six-foot wasp? No, thank you. There you go. <laughs> then we go to the next morning where Hero's window is getting replaced. And we see Hero requesting a leave of school campus. Um, since I guess yesterday was Sunday and today is Monday. Um, and so he has to return by 11 p.m. And this is when uh, Kotaro returns from the hospital. Yeah. He's back and he's immediately like, wow, I had to leave because I was hitting on a nurse. And I was like, all right, dude, dial it back. It's like, yeah. calm the fuck down. I know you're a teen boy, but like, chill. Yeah, but like he got he got taken out of the hospital by his mom for hitting on the nurses, <laughs> which immediately makes you go from want to be cool to just desperate. <laughs> Like he was what a fucking dork. He was fun and entertaining last episode, and this episode I'm like, no, please do not be the perv character. We do not need that in Digimon. We do not need that in a series about twelve year olds. We don't need that in any anime, frankly. So we don't need and that. Honestly, I don't know why we keep getting them. I. It is unfortunate. Maybe someone likes them, but not us. <laughs> then Kyoshiro shows up. Um, who we still haven't heard his name yet, technically. Yeah, yeah. but he immediately saves this scene. <laughs> He's being so normal, he immediately creeps up to Hero and says, Hey, so about your window, is it reinforced glass? He's so normal. Are you well protected from all of the spooky things? Why didn't you ask for tempered glass? He is absolutely already being haunted by Jellymon. There's no question about it. <laughs> I wrote down, this boy is acting so haunted. He's so jumpy <laughs> and scared, and it's so good. 
but also mood. You know, even when he walks away, he just like fucking pauses and looks left and right, looking so haunted. Like we cannot emphasize this enough. This boy, this boy is haunted, and he will never admit it to anyone. He will never admit it. And Koto and Hiro are just letting this happen. Like this is weird, but this is normal for him. Just let it go. They're like, oh, yeah. we're used to him being a little freak. <laughs> it. He has problems. He's fine. Hiro's exact line was, he must have issues. <laughs> like, oh, ow! Don't we all. So true. Don't we all. True. That's why it hurt. Oh. Most relatable character in this show. Oh, he is pretty good. I like him. <laughs> I like all three of the protagonists so far. Yeah. They're all really yeah. good. Yeah, that's it's such a good sign that we've like seen very little of the other two protagonists and already we're like these guys kick ass. Ruli and her just like eagerness for everything creepy is like, yes, this is so good. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited to like get a proper introduction to these characters and also to meet like the partner Digimon. I'm like, I really, I really want to see more of all these characters. Me too. Yes. yes. I'm hoping next episode we will see uh big Banoe. I'm assuming we will. That's kind of what they implied. Yeah. So very looking forward to that. I also noticed in comparison to the previous season of Digimon, uh, the recap, or the uh, reboot series. Um, this one only had like a 15 second, like, previously on, whereas uh, Adventure 2020 had like a minute and a half recaps each episode. Oh. Well, well listen, they had Masako Nozaka as, as the narrator, the aforementioned old lady goku so if you have her as you know on the payroll you got to get your money's worth Wait. no i recognize that voice actress as the one for dukemon did she do both yeah no oh. she is she plays gilmon she plays dukemon she plays goku okay i don't care about dragon ball so yeah also the narrator in tamers in addition to the 2020 reboot okay love that Love that for her. But it is yeah. very nice seeing the previously on be very short, because that means we have more space for actual episode, instead of, like, yeah. filling it out with, here's, like, a minute and a half to two minute recap, plus the minute and a half, like, who's that Digimon segment? <laughs> mm -hmm. So, I am already liking that this season is taking time to be like, no, here's more story and less filler yeah for sure uh so the next step uh next scene we get is a uh, hero uh you know in the mummy museum he is clearly looking for mummy mon himself now this is where we get the mommies of the world yeah. sign wrote that in all caps didn't um <laughs> he have to like ask like how late he could stay out or something. Oh yeah, because he it is presumably a class day and so he has to get permission to leave the campus. Mm. Yeah, so he's just like there after like the holograms for the dinosaurs and shit get yeah. shut down and stuff. I love seeing 
Gammon's so excited about the dinosaur, though. Gammon's like, who's that Digimon? Hero's like, that's a dinosaur. Oh, it looks like someone I know. <laughs> oh, so cute. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, further evidence for our uh, Hokuto fucked a dinosaur theory. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that, maybe, maybe, maybe the Digimon Gammon is referring to is his mom. Who knows? So true. <laughs> anyway, um. <laughs> um. So yeah, then Hiro hides out in the bathroom, waiting for the museum to close. Gammon does do a toilet paper mummy costume. It's, it's very <laughs> precious. It's. <laughs> I loved it. I'm, I love the scene when Hiro is walking out carrying mummy or carrying Gamamon under yeah. one air arm and he's still wrapped up in the toilet paper <laughs> mummy outfit. It's so oh, cute. Oh, it's so cute. I love that he's just like accepts the fact that Gamamon <laughs> is wrapped up. He's just like, oh, okay, you're a mummy now too. Great. Okay. <laughs> fine. They're undercover. I, I do want to point out too that in episode one, Hiro intentionally withheld information from the police and broke an enter into the off-limits auditorium and then taught Gamamon the power of break law. And in this episode, Hiro is trespassing after hours again and had his adoptive younger brother do the lock picking. <laughs> Hiro's Hiro a is, bad role model in the chaotic good. loves crime. Oh, uh, it's so good. Be gay, do crimes. Yeah. We love these little anarchists. He's a little yeah. hacker. He just, like, can hack the number pad. By looking his... at it. Which is kind By of- By looking at it! Which is kind of terrifying. Gemamon just looks at this little security door, and then it fucking opens. Yeah, I like that Hero fucking was like, oh, I'm- that's lucky, <laughs> it just opened for me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no, dude, <laughs> your partner opened it, but okay. I think he was more saying it's lucky that Gamamon could do that. Oh, no, I also assumed he didn't know Gamamon did it. Uh, yeah, it's because Gamamon didn't make a loud keyboard noise and he didn't say, I'm in. So how could Hero possibly know? Hacker <laughs> voice, I'm in. Gamamon didn't pull up his three keyboards and do a fucking sick hacking scene. Triple hack. <laughs> Triple hack. Oh, uh. Ray is my favorite uh, Amon character. Area <laughs> is actually, but Ray is a very close second. Um, and then they run into Mummymon, like almost immediately. And Hero is like, "Oh, cool! Are you a Digimon? Can you answer any of my questions?" And Mummymon is like, "Nope." It's like Mummymon, where is my dad? Who the fuck is your dad? How should I know? He wraps him up. So yeah, so then Hero sighs, and that triggers Mummy Mon's attack response. He wraps Hero up in bandages. Uh, Gemmon, you know, jumps at Mummy Mon, tries to fight, but then just gets totally owned. Mummy Mon like throws some bandages at him and pins him to the wall. He doesn't completely wrap up Gemmon because he says, "Oh, there's nothing wrong with this one." Yeah. Yeah, which is very interesting. It's clearly just a, I want to get you out of the way so I can deal with my current patient. But we don't know patient yet at that point. It's true. Right. Because I thought he was a religious fanatic at this point. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was... I did not default to religion, but I was just like, what is... The first time I watched this episode, I was what is making Mummymon do this? Because at first, he was just having a normal conversation with Hiro, and then Hiro's sign, and it's like, oh, I've got to deal with this. And I'm like, oh, interesting. And I was trying to figure it out, and I didn't until uh, Mummy Mon says it himself, but... Yeah, I also had to see Doctor and be like, oh... <laughs> the moment Mummy Mon said patient is when I, it clicked for me, and I was like, oh, suddenly this is not scary at all for me, and I'm fascinated. He says patient. I really had to wait until Hero says, oh, you're a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> so, so... Mummymon does drag Hiro down to his terrifying basement full of screaming mummified people. Welcome to my hall of people. And that's pretty I... fucked. Mummymon, welcome to pimp my crib. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. He needs more dead people. <laughs> oh my god. I was so freaked out, like, when he started talking about purification. I was yeah. like, what? fuck purification of what what are you fucking talking and then about the, the subtitles on crunchyroll have mummy mon use the the term that's a good sign but in context after figuring out he's a doctor i'm like oh that shouldn't be the word sign that he should say that's a good symptom when people yeah. are close to death <laughs> yeah a good sign. I mean, it makes some sense. Yeah. There are people dying all around, and Mummy Mon says, yes, this is good. The process is working. This is how you doctor. Hiro is actually being fairly observant on all of this, and, like, sort of commenting to himself about, like, all these little things that Mummy Mon is saying. So, like, even in this, like, extremely fucked situation, he is, like... Hiro's incredibly calm. I would freak out. Yeah, he is, ta like, taking notes and figuring things out, so... Imagine not having claustrophobia. Um, Couldn't be me. I am... <laughs> I'm not claustrophobic, but, like, being wrapped up like that would be upsetting. Um, oh, for sure. And I am... I kind of hope we do get a situation where Hiro, especially once the others join the, uh, the protagonist team, where Hiro is too scared to be calm. And I'm also kind of terrified to figure out what that was, because if being mummified doesn't do that for him, what will? Yeah, that'd be interesting. Just, does he have to be buried in a swarm of spiders or something? <laughs> It'll be the bug episode, you're right. Because <laughs> we need to have a bug episode. We do. You can't. You can't. You can't skip the bugs. We love the bugs. We do. And it's such a common fear. How can you not? We're we are we're banging our fists on the tables, <laughs> chanting over and over again. Duh bugs. Duh bugs. <laughs> duh bugs. Duh bugs. Duh. <laughs> we get a bug next time, but it's the wrong kind of bug. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> anyway. So, anyways, uh, Gamamon shows up. Yeah, he rips the bandages. He manages to rip the bandages off of Hero and, like, get him out of Mummymon's grip. But then Mummymon just pulls out a fucking gun. <laughs> this is, this is, this is a joke for Dan and Spike. Uh, just, uh, like, like Gilly Nibs, Mummymon has a gun now. <laughs> Um, 
Anyway, uh, so he starts blasting. Uh, Hero, Hero and Gemamon duck behind pillars. Um, he has the worst aim ever, which, fair enough, I think he only has one eye, so... This is the moment where Mummymon mentions, you took away my patient. Oh. So, this is where I realized he was a doctor. That doesn't take well to criticism, because it's like, oh no, you shouldn't be doing it like this, and he's like, no... No, I know I'm right. And of course the mummy thinks a medical procedure would be mummification. Of course he does. That makes sense. Yeah, he like refuses to learn any different. And I'm like, listen to the human that you're trying to help, apparently. (laughs) Like, he's getting schooled by like a 12-year-old. He does in a moment, but for right now, I think Mummymon is too, like, angry at Gammon. And like reacting to listen. Yeah, we yeah. we at some point we do get like Mummy Mon like flashing back to like, oh, this is what I remember from from what I saw in ancient Egypt. This is you know this was no, it was the holograms uh, oh. in the museum that he saw. Oh, interesting. I was I wasn't sure if that was like the holograms or if he, or it. Or if he was, like, actually... Unless ancient Egyptians were levitating when they mummified people around a crowd of observers, I think it was the holograms. Would be Whoops, cool, though. I totally missened that. Yeah. Watch list. Ancient <laughs> Egyptians had the best technology. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah, but... Yeah, so he's talking about how, like, oh, no, this is how to attain eternal life. This will purify you and cure you of all diseases when you become mummified and then, like, get resurrected through that process, like in ancient Egypt. Then I go to the doctor, I'm like, doctor, I have this issue, and they say, you know what you need? Mummification. Gotta get your brain taken out, too. Um, That would fix a lot of my problems, actually. Let's liquefy your lungs. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just, I think it's interesting. He's like, oh, they they can look like me and then they'll be fixed? Okay. Uh, Like, yeah, it does make sense that the mummy would think mummification works. It worked on me. It's clearly the ideal form. Yeah. Mummymon isn't burdened by the the looming specter of capitalism <laughs> or death. So is that true too? <laughs> the specter, the hologram of capitalism, maybe. Oh, I would really enjoy it if capitalism is like the final big bad. <laughs> oh, uh, so things aren't going too well in this fight. Gammon is just like. Getting blasted by this like ener- this like electricity beam from Mummymon's gun, and this is very upsetting. He- and Hero is like getting wrapped up in bandages again, and yeah, and it looks bad. And then, then Gammon starts listing all of his favorite foods. Yeah, he starts talking about tuna and shiny and daikon. And, yeah, Hero is, like, right there with him, and then he, like, fu- you know, Hero finally says, and champion, and that, like, Aww. is the fucking thing that motivates, which is which is chocolate, of course, and that's the thing that motivates Gammon to, like, fucking get back up, and we see, like, the little vital meter on, on, um, Hero's on Hero's 
yeah, on Hero's Digivice, like, fill all the way up. And then Gamamon evolves into Betel Gamamon. He evolves into champion. This evolution or sequence was so good. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Yeah. I fucking love the insert song for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also love how short and to the point it is, and the song is slower than I expected, and I'm like, this doesn't feel like it should work, but it's... I think this is my favorite evolution sequence in Digimons yet. Damn. Damn. Okay. You've seen all of them, so... (laughs) (laughs) I've watched every episode of every season. So, Gamamon does the classic evolution thing of turning from a little adorable baby into a hot shredded guy. Um, (laughs) Then, you know, Hiro, like, see, you know, in his mind's eye, he, like, sort of sees the name of Betel Gamamon's uh, special move come up, which is Sore Shot. So then he calls him at, he calls that out. Betel Gamamon uh, throws some fireballs at Mummymon. He does a cool fucking flip. Uh, and then it did actually nothing. But what it did, it, what it <laughs> actually did is uh, sort of distract Mummymon long enough for like Hero to get his attention again and be like, hey. A doctor should not kill his patients. Yeah. Yeah, what you're doing is wrong. You should not be killing people because humans aren't going to resurrect. And then, like, they they just dry up and become, you know, desiccated corpses like the ones in the museum. And then... Did you even take the Hippocratic Oath, Mummymon? First, do yeah. no harm! He shows him that screenshot from, like, people die when they are killed. <laughs> 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 Mummy Mon take a medical ethics class, uh, and then yeah, that's the thing that he's find- going to. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing that finally makes <laughs> yes. Mummy Mon uh, give up, and he falls to his knees, and then um, and then I think we yeah, and then I think that's you know when we get uh, you know all the people going out of the basement, they've all been freed. Um, uh, you know, Metal he- Gamma Mon does revert back to normal Gamma Mon. And Hero's like, what's an evolution? I'm hungry. Yeah, once again, Gamamon is too hungry to answer any questions. We are getting no exposition think, out of this guy, just stummy rumbles. I think it's also Gamamon is just too dumb to give an exposition. Yeah. <laughs> Gamamon said, I will never be the narrator of this show. Is Gamamon himbo? <laughs> <laughs> he thinks too much with his gut. It's true. That's like a thing. I think like thinking with your gut is like a I mean it's a thing here too, but I I was listening to uh Pod Agreed talking about how uh Jaden thinks with his gut too. That's what I was thinking of. In uh a very well known cheating technique in anime is thinking with your gut. Sounds like uh Gamamon might be a little bit like, well, if he thinks at all. Who knows? <laughs> Imagine having thoughts. Damn. <laughs> Imagine that. I wonder what it's like. Imagine having no thoughts. Well, that's called meditation. That's the one I have to imagine. <laughs> I have ADHD, so I'm always thinking, and it's exhausting, yeah. frankly. Um, yep. No thoughts. Anyway. Any- anyway. Anyway, we get a scene of Mummy Mon saying to Hiro that he's finally, like, gonna 
go observe some actual doctors in a hospital doing real medicine. Yeah, he's gonna go to a medical facility rather than a museum to learn medicine. Yeah. I hope he's also gonna take an, a medical ethics class while he's at it. <sighs> One yeah. would hope. And, and Hiro's like, hey, just don't get caught. Yeah. Hopefully he watches, like, not just the doctors, but, like, also the nurses and the patient care techs. <laughs> so he has a little bit of bedside. Hopefully he watches and doesn't try and do it himself. So he's a little bedside manner. <laughs> that that needs a lot of work. Yeah, his bedside manner sure does need work, huh? Your, your pulse is too high. It's not dead enough. <laughs> and then Gamamon is like hey we should go get more food because I'm hungry and then they see and then they see Ruli being followed by Angoramon yeah Hiro catches sight of Ruri and then we see a big bunny man with helicopter ears fly down and settle behind Ruri and he is just he a hologram at it. this point presumably visible to no one but Hiro I'm so excited. I watched this episode <laughs> getting to that moment. I literally screamed, yes, give me the fat bunny. Big bunny. Finally, bunny time. And then it cuts to the credits. I'm like, no. Next time. Probably. Uh, it's it's the ultimate cliffhanger. We're all waiting for it. I'm <laughs> so excited for Angoramon. Yeah, me too. Like... Yeah, all right. We are we are running a little long, so I want to sort of wrap up this portion of the discussion very quickly just by saying like this episode was good. Like yeah. I liked the first episode, but this good. one was like, all right, I fucking I am so fucking into what this series is doing. Yeah. Digimon is good. I like it a lot. Um I like there were parts that were like spooky, but um, even though it was aimed towards, like, kids and stuff. Um, and there was, like, parts that looked like an old movie. Did you guys yeah. notice that? I thought that was really cool. I I, th I like what they're doing with the visual effects a lot. Yeah. This. Yeah, we get, like, sort of the film grain shot. Yeah, we get sort of, so sort of the film grain, grain effect over, like, some of the scenes that Hero is seeing. Yeah. I love that. The first episode was definitely good, but this one is like, okay, I'm sold on the series. I'm in it. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> yeah. I was going to watch it all anyways, but now I'm not going to, like, dread <laughs> to watch it like I did with uh, Adventure 2020. <laughs> yeah, like, already in just the first two episodes, I feel, like, so much more confident about this series than I did about... 2020 just because like 2020 had like a strong opening but also like did so little with the characters i was just like oh is can this actually sustain itself and like no, you know keep not. no it could not it can this actually like keep having a story like 60 episodes down the line and it didn't i i was not as sold on the opening for 2020 because it's just Hey, let's do our war game again. I'm like, but well, we've already done our war game like three yeah. times. How about something new? Yeah, totally. Um, and now we got it. We got Omega yes. Mon in the second episode. I'm like, oh, this is not a good sign. Yeah. 
It was like a good appearance of Omegamon, but it was like, oh, where does the series go from here? And the answer is kind of nowhere. <laughs> Why would you get Omega in episode two? It's not even what? just Omega. It's an, an ultra level of which there's only like 12, I think. It's a stage above Mega. Yeah, they literally just like used their biggest evolution in episode two. And it's like... That sucks. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, in the interest of, like, letting Elvir get some sleep, uh, do we want to... Do we have time for our segment this week, or should we save that? I can do, like, another 10-15 minutes, I think. Okay. Yeah, I, I will, I will try to keep this quick then. Um, so yeah, so... It has come to my attention that, you know, from interacting with people on the Discord, there are people coming here who have either, like, very little experience with the Digimon franchise or are coming to it for the first time. So I wanted to do just, like, a quick little uh, sort of in- introductory, you know, sort of, like, sort of like a little starter guide for the Digimon franchise. Just talk a little bit about, like, which seasons are good to start with, why we like them, like, you know, what are some of the, you know, different qualities that make each one enjoyable? Um, so yeah, um, th- I have a few things I want to talk about. I know, I know Austin, Elvira, and Morg have stuff they can chime in with too. Um, but yeah, just real quick, um, I do want to keep, try and keep this quick. Um, so adventure is obviously like the first series you know that's like that's the one that laid a lot of groundwork for um you know things that came after it so i think if like if you like to start with like chronologically the first series or like you love you love doing things in release order yeah or you just like you know want to see sort of like the foundational uh block in the series before you go on to anything else adventure is a fairly decent starting point i mean um there are definitely a lot of rough things about adventure as we alluded to previously like i think the writers have said that like the production schedule was so rushed that they like were not able to plan out any of the overarching story in advance and that definitely shows there are definitely like some pacing problems and some very rough moments of animation uh but oh look the final big bad showed up for the first time the second to last episode that's only a problem if you watch it in order yeah (laughs) so so there are definitely like a lot of things like that that i think could cause you to bounce off of adventure But I think what the series does have going for it is just, like, the characters and the relationships between them. Like, I don't know, even if you're not super on board for, like, the story and its weird pacing and, like, all these, like, villains of the week, um, you know, it still has a a pretty solid cast of main characters. Like, you're still gonna, you know be able to look at a few characters and be like oh these are my favorites i really like them i i like these cute little digimon and you know the friendships with the with the humans and yeah so i think the really special thing about adventure and the thing that makes it like worth a watch in spite of all its flaws is just like you do have these characters and by the end of the series you do really care about them even if there were like some rough patches along the way i will add to that um, 
that's part of why I think the dub aged better is because it it's it's a comedy dub and not like a serious thing, but that helps some of the more weirdly paced moments stay engaging with the the humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know the dub has its likers. I know for me, just like the style of humor does not always work. I feel like, yeah, a lot of it has not aged super well. Um, So like my my general blanket recommendation is subs over dubs. Um, You know, just because like the subs also have, in my opinion, like much better music and... Oh, I do kind of prefer sure. I do kind of prefer the Japanese voice acting and another thing the dub tends to do is just like fill in every si- silence with extra line of lines of dialogues and you know just a bunch of jokes and it does sort of like uh break the tone a lot so I feel like you know if 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 you just like a if you like a lot of jokes and don't mind some like stinkers then you might enjoy the dub but in my opinion i think the dub just like does a better the sub just does like a better job overall of telling a story yeah i would not ever call the adventure dub faithful but Mm -mm. i still think it's more engaging Um, yeah and I'll, i'll admit part of the reason i don't care for adventure is due to I watched Frontier and Tamers, which even in the dub had a more serious tone. And then mm-hmm. going to Adventure, and it's like a joke, a comedy. I'm like, this is not the tone for me. <laughs> That's why I watched the sub. Um, yeah. And then I have gone back and watched the dub. And I'm like, okay, this is, as an adult remembering the series, this is funny and engaging in a new, different way. Yeah. Uh, so then I think that's going to bring us to my the next recommendation, which is Tamers. I feel like this is the one that, like, fucking nails it. I feel like this is, in my opinion, like, the best entry point for the franchise. Tamers just, like, takes all the good stuff out of Adventure and Zero Two and just really elevates it with, like, uh, you know, this really thoughtful approach to the characters, and everyone is so super well fleshed out and has a really good arc. There's even, like, even, like, basically everyone in the supporting cast has, like, a pretty distinct character arc, and it's just, it is just, like, head and shoulders above in terms of its writing, in my opinion. And also just, like, fucking, the fucking protagonists are so good. You get... It also, it also helps that the main cast is three people rather than eight. Yeah, that is something yeah. that I think always drives adventure down is its large central cast. Mm-hmm. I agree. I haven't seen it in a while, but um, I remember clicking it, it clicking more um, than the pre than adventure. Um, just based on all kinds of things. And, uh, yeah, I think, like, the three main characters, but, like, they're not the only ones that get Digimon, and that's nice to see, Yeah, you know? Um, yeah. That's all I have, really, to say. I don't have much to add to this conversation. <laughs> yeah. 
And you know, uh, the series composer Chiaki Kanaka, listen, he is a, now a cringe old man yelling about vaccines and cancel culture, but he was, I don't know, he, he wrote some cool stuff, I think, before he got old and boomerfied. Like, he, he's also this, you know, series composer for, like, Serial Experiments Lane and, like, the original Helsing and Devil Lady, so, like, he has some, like, he is like a he is like primarily known as a horror writer and has like some very well regarded stuff uh you know on his on his resume so if you're if you're just like a fan of that you know yeah also worth checking out tamers and like 20 years ago he was legitimately progressive um in ways that are still pretty good today um but it's just now he's gotten the brain rot of boomerism. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunate. So yeah, um, next, I think, Austin, you wanted to talk about savers? Yes, uh, I wanted to also add an addendum to Adventure. Um, I have not finished it yet, but I've been playing the PSP Adventure game, which retells Season 1, and due to hindsight, fills in some of those gaps and fleshes out some moments and is very... Uh, I'm very thankful for that because it's like, oh, this didn't come out of nowhere. Oh, nice. Um, yes. It is Japanese only, so you'll either have to find a fan sub or uh, if you know Japanese, that works too. Um, but that's really good. Again, I haven't finished yet, so I can't say it's how it ends, but uh, I did also want to recommend Savers because due to the five-year time gap between Frontier and Savers, uh, Savers attempted to do a lot more experimental stuff and was aimed at a older audience, um, the same audience as the previous seasons, who are now you know five years older, and so they tried doing more mature themes while still keeping it child-friendly, and I think it worked really well. Yeah, yeah, I think... Also, Savers just get silly. It really leans into, like, the fact that it's a shonen anime, and, like, I think definitely, the like, Masaru takes... A fucking punches a Digimon every episode! Yeah, it it really is just, like... that. That's how his Digisoul manifests. He has to punch a Digimon in the face! What if we took this premise of Digimon and made it fucking silly? What if we made it shonen as fuck and just what? stupid and ridiculous? <laughs> but also, but like... Also, Savers deals with themes of stuff that are kind of heavy and intense, like genocide. Yeah. So. And also, there's, like, a really solid emotional core of just, like, familial love, and there's a lot of, yeah. like, really good family stuff in that series, and a lot of good moments that spring out of that, so... And by yeah. really good, uh, you mean very messy, but True. pretty well done. Um, and I would also... the My final recommendation would be for Atmon. Um, and Hell yeah. this is due to a... It is my favorite season in all of Digimon. I think it's really, really good. But also due to the attempted rebrand of Digimon Universe instead of Digimon, they 
kind of, while sticking with the central themes of, like, bonding and, like, friendship is power and investigating humans' relationship with uh, technology and stuff like that, they also kind of build stuff up from a new ground. And so, like, one thing about most of the seasons is, like, Savers does have elements of, if you don't watch the prior four seasons, there will be concepts that are not explained because they're fleshed out in previous seasons. Atmon doesn't do that because it's a new start, a rebrand, and it basically has to just, yeah... I yeah, can't I'd work say right now. Yeah, I'd say App Monsters is really the hidden gem of the franchise because so people I feel like so few Digimon fans have seen it, but it's like it's really good. The characters are super likable. It has a really fun and silly it's sense also of humor. It's very very gay. It's very gay. It's- Haru has a boyfriend and his name is Eugen. And they're in love with each other. It is canonically stated that Eugen is the ideal person for Haru. How is that <laughs> not gay? It's pretty gay. It's so good. Um, yeah, it, uh, yeah. Also, if you just like the aesthetics of like a more modern anime, and you want to see like I don't know what 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 a more recent entry in the Digimon franchise looks like, you know, go check it out because like. Yeah, it really, you know, draws inspiration from everything that came before it and really synthesizes it in a fun way while, like, still establishing its own identity and having, like, a solid idea of, like, what its themes are and what it's saying and what it wants to be. Yeah, and it definitely helps that uh, from episode one, they had the big bad of the final episode determined like they can build yeah. towards that whereas other seasons have been like uh i don't know how about this is the big bad and then oh we have like half the season left how about this is the big bad yeah and then i think the last thing we wanted to talk about was the game cyber sleuth that's just like a good entry point if you want to play a digimon video game it's you know it's a fairly you know, cyber sleuth and hacker's memory. You can get both of them in a bundle for fairly cheap, assuming it's like if assuming you find a good sale for it. Um, and it's yeah, on just, pretty much everything at this point. Yeah, just a good fun monster collecto game, and you know turn-based RPG. I love turn-based. You have a party full of your little guys. You can evolve them different ways, and you know try and try and unlock all the little monsters. It's it's just. It's just a fun time if you like a, a monster collecting RPG. No, it's it's one of the only. I think it's the only Digimon game I ever played, and it was it was so much fun. I really was into the storyline. I loved the side quests. I only had a few moments that made me go ish. So that's a great game. Yeah, and it also seems to have inspired Ghost Games somewhat in that, like a lot of the. Uh, sort of mysteries you're solving are like sort of spooky, like urban legends and room- rumors of yeah. haunting that turn out to be like just Digimon messing around and doing their thing. Yeah, in Cyber Sleuth, the occult club is a common reoccurring like group of people who are just like, hey, we'll pay you to solve <laughs> this mystery. Love that. Yeah, so that's that. 
I've only played Digimon Rumble Arena. Don't play that game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so hopefully now, if you're interested in checking out, like, other areas of this franchise, if you've maybe watched a little bit of Ghost Game and you like what you see, if you like Gammamon, if you like this little hungry, stupid boy, there's more where that came (laughs) from. There's, like, a bunch of really super likable characters and good storylines out and funny little monsters for you to see so if that's if that's your shit if that's something you like uh yeah hopefully now you have um some ideas of stuff you can check out that are like fairly accessible and you know uh friendly for newcomers to the series and then come into our discord and talk about it yeah Oh yeah, also for a l- most basically anything from before 2010, you do have to fucking steal in order to find the subs. That's just a thing. So like if you're looking for it and you can't find it, those aren't available through legal channels. You do do the anarchist thing and just pirate your anime. We love we love to see it. Hero would be proud of you. Be gay do crimes. Yeah. <laughs> Hero and Gamamon said be gay do crime. <laughs> they really did. did. You look at your computer and the fucking binary code scrolls past your eyes and you've downloaded all the torrents of, of Digimon. So true. That's how you have to do it. Right, but I am about to be taken out by Mummymon, so I will have to be closing off now. Okay. Alright, let's do- yeah, El- Elvier, what are your plugs? My plugs, um, I only really have my Twitter, which is at Ereviru. Um, you can find me there and you can find me in various other discords that have a podcast, I, I guess. This is the only podcast I do, though. Hell yeah. I really need yeah, to sleep. If, if, if you want to jump out right now, that's totally cool. We can say <laughs> bye now. Well, yeah, I that. am going to jump out. I'm really sorry. I'm very tired. No worries. All right, it was bye, fun. Elvira. Sorry for keeping you so long. I wasn't expecting no, it, was it to fun. Late. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. You can find me at Haunting the Morgue on Twitter. That's Haunting the M O R G. You can find me on my other podcast, Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. And then you can find me on Departure Lounge, a plane themed Hunter X Hunter podcast. Uh, that's really it. Uh, I guess, like, we could probably have, like, Emery go, and then Austin can do plugs last, since I kind of jumped in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm also on a Hunter Hunter podcast called Gone Will Hunting. Uh, that ep- we release episodes sometimes. Uh, yeah, I'm also on For Affinity. My username is Space Robot. I'm over there taking commissions, drawing Digimon, drawing Sonic OCs, whatever the fuck I feel like. Um, yeah, that's it for me. Um, you can find me on Andalite Bandits and Animars Podcast, where me and my co-host read, recap, and review each book in the Animars series in published order. And we also do uh, live commentary tracks for the TV show, which is terrible and fun. <laughs> uh, because it's Nickelodeon going, hey, let's take this book series about deconstructing children soldiers um and make it into a 
campy, weird 90s TV show. And not very well, but it's fun to watch with friends, so. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, and this is a noisespace.xyz podcast. Thank you, Matt GameCube, for hosting us. Uh, yeah, do we do we want to say anything about Noise Space, like uh, other other podcasts on the network? Um, yeah, I mean, Sonic Shuffle's on the network. Um, honestly, like, I feel like check out any of the podcasts. I've been listening to a lot of uh, Kyle XY about Kyle XY, because um, I really like the hosts on that. Um, and then... So I guess that's my recommendation. That's a thing I haven't heard of or thought of in years. It's very... Yeah, they actually talk about that. How, like, people don't fucking think about the show. And they didn't either. <laughs> it's great. Um, I forgot that even existed. <laughs> yeah, there's another show that started, like, a week before ours did called Prime Cuts, where they're just talking about all the Transformers uh, series in random order. So... I, 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 I'm not a Transformers person, but I listened to the first couple episodes of that and had a good time. Yeah. Um, you can also find this podcast. This podcast has a Twitter now run by myself. Um, I believe that's DigiGhostGaze on Twitter. So follow that um, if you want funny jokes. Yeah. And yeah. And we've already already mentioned on our discord surprisingly a lot of conversation on it yeah since we're such a new show i was not expecting the discord to be as 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 jumping as it is it's kind of a party over there oh yeah not not too loud of a party though yeah <laughs> still only a few people on it which is kind of like the ideal level for it's me the Id- yeah same for me <laughs> i like to have a conversation when i go to a party not just talk over loud noise <laughs> for sure thank you big challenges aka dan uh for this suggestion for our outro uh so to all the poltergeist ghouls and non-boonaries until next time bye bye, bye.